0: Welcome to the Tahi. It is Tuesday the 15th of August. It is Harry in the studio. Evie is unfortunately very sick. Uh, Hopefully back for Thursday's show for you. So Amalo's still on holiday for a couple more shows. Luckily, I have two amazing guests. Three amazing guests, actually. Two amazing interviews for you to fill out the Tahi show for today. Up first, we're going to be hearing from Paige... Incredible solo artist who's had success over the last couple years in Altero with her music. Has a brand new song out called Aquarian and has also announced a full album coming soon. And very lucky also to be joined by the two boys from Bali Brigada who are home from being in New York for a wee while, which is kind of their new home away from home. So got a chat with them coming up as well. We're going to jump straight into the chat with Paige. Joined in studio by the amazing Paige. Welcome. First time in the Tahi studio?
1: Yeah, it's nice. nice. But you've
0: been at RNZ before, you'd said you'd done some performances?
1: Yeah, I've done the music... 101? Um, yeah, music 101 with Charlotte, mm-hmm. like, a few times, which has been quite cool.
0: Yeah, it's very, a very good show here on RNZ National. Um, Charlotte Ryan hosts music 101. You have a brand new song out. <gasps> I do. Aquarian. It's a bit of a fun one.
1: It is, yeah.
0: But in true page style, the lyrics are... Very sort of self-actualizing. There's a lot of like inward thinking there mixed in with what is probably a bit more of happy production, Yeah, um, <laughs> which is kind of, it's kind of the page MO at this point, right? Like you do different sort of styles of song, but there's always that, um, the lyrics there always really mean something. Tell us about Aquarian.
1: Yeah, I, um, I mean, I, I was produced by Josh Fountain, mm-hmm. um, I, At this point when we were writing the song, I didn't get a lot of time with Josh. I did my Always Growing EP with Josh and I was like, I need to make a real, real banger, Mm -hmm. like a real big song with him. So um, he kind of laid down the beat and I was like randomly just thinking about how, my life feels quite disorganized, mm-hmm. and if I wasn't Aquarius, it wouldn't be mm-hmm. and I just thought that that was a really funny thing to yeah. write about, just because like my mom is like a real organized person, and she's an Aquarius mm-hmm. and like I just I just I guess I want to be like her like a organized
0: person <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah because you're a cancer, yeah, which is a water sign. Mm-hmm. I'm a Pisces,
1: <gasps> also nice. a water sign. I could have, I could have guessed that you're a water sign.
0: Okay, good, <laughs> good, good. But Aquarius is, even though it has the name, it sounds like it should be a water sign, right? It's an, actually an air sign. Is that right?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's an air sign, but it's like water carrier. Okay. Yeah, definitely so not what of... that means. To be honest, like I don't know that much. I know a bit about star signs, mm-hmm. but like I just find the concept of it really fun, mm. rather than like you know taking it for fact and stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But you're saying, so your mum's an Aquarius and that's sort of part of the reason why the song came together and it's because she's organised. Is there anything else that sort of draws you to that star sign or does it really just sum up like your mother to you?
1: Well, yeah, it's mostly like, yeah, my mum but okay. also like, there's a lot of other people that I know that are Aquarius that are, have the same traits, like mm. that are real, just like logical thinkers and really onto it. Yeah. My um guitarist and music director he's an Aquarius and he's really really onto it so like yeah I mean I don't know if that's even a, like a trait of an Aquarius yeah. but I just think that they're really onto it yeah nice and I'm not <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so this is the, a new single which is coming there's a new album coming called King Clown which is out in October you must have been planning this a while because when I was on uh, your Spotify before I was starting to notice the last sort of five or six songs the cover out is almost a zoomed-in little frame of what is going to be the cover-up for King Clown. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Um, so we got um, the artist Tony Gior to um, paint this giant painting of me on a carousel horse about mm-hmm. a year and a bit ago. Yeah. Um, and then we were like, oh, maybe it would be a good idea if we did every single cover, like, little bits of the painting. So we planned to have the painting have a whole bunch of things happening in it so that we could use little bits of it to kind of tease that there was something coming. And I don't think that people really realised that there was, like, a larger painting until maybe um, the fourth single came out, which was California.
0: And they all kind of looked similar, like, colours and stuff like that. Because Miles Away was a bit of the sky, and then Aquarian... um, that recently just came out is sort of the zoom up of your face from the photo of King Claire. I thought it was really cool.
1: Oh, yeah, thanks. I like, I was so excited when I got the painting because it's like quite big and it's in my, in my room and it's like, Tony, he's just so talented. Like, it's just so amazing to have a big piece like that. I mean, it's funny though because when people come over, they're like, why? Like, before they knew that it was my cover art, they're like, why is there this giant, extravagant painting of yourself in your room? And I was kind of like, oh, don't know. Mm. <laughs> yeah.
0: You can tell from talking to you that you're um, really quick to mention all the people that have helped you survive on this project. You talk about Josh talk, um, when you are talking about the song before and you talk about Tony when it comes to the artwork. Is there anyone else involved with the project that's been a really big help to, to King Clown or to Aquarin?
1: Oh, so many. Mm. Um, well, Simon Gooding actually um, produced the whole album. Um, so I... You know, I had a whole bunch of songs and I took them to Simon and I was like, do you reckon that you could help me produce these songs? And, like, we spent two weeks together in his studio just, like, kind of crafting all these songs and making them sound really good. And mm. um, he mixed the album as well. And um, he's definitely been a huge support. But um, also, you know, like, it doesn't take just one person to make an album. There's so many that I could mention. like. Yeah my management, Nick and Paula from Nick they've just been amazing. Paula actually came up with the idea of like having the paintings, like the little bits Zoom of the paintings. Yeah, the, yeah. In the- and we were like um, we were at a coffee shop and we we're talking about it. I was like, that's a really good idea. Yeah. She's like, Yeah, that is a good idea. I was like, Yeah. So I mean I can't claim that idea.
0: But <laughs> you know? no, cool.
1: yeah, it takes a
0: There's plenty of village. page on the project. <laughs> um, so we're not gonna lose your influence for sure. You went to Rose Hill College. I did. Yeah. Um, and you used to be spotted quite a bit walking around with uh, ukulele. <laughs> oh,
1: God. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, is there any bands you were part of in school or any music teachers or anything that you can thank for, like, some of those early page music development moments?
1: Yeah, for sure. I actually... So I guess in primary school, I had a teacher named Mrs. Houtman Zoe. Mm-hmm. And um, there's somebody that works at RNZ, Linny. Okay, yeah. Um, pal and we both had her as a teacher when we were kids and like we love her Mm -hmm. so she was a huge part of like teaching me because she never really taught me how to do like music theory or like anything like that but she taught me just to love music and to like pick up any sort of instrument and love it Mm -hmm. so yeah but then also I guess in high school um I didn't really get that much involved in like music class but more so drama which taught me a lot about performance which is like my favorite teacher mrs harrison shout out shout out mrs harrison she was like incredible and i still like hold everything that she's taught me like whenever i go on stage like get into character nice yeah i loved her
0: At what point did you move from, so ukulele you're carrying around at school, probably for convenience sake, it's a little bit smaller. (laughs) Yeah. But at what point did you fully transition to the acoustic guitar being your um, instrument of choice when you're starting to make videos in your room for YouTube? Um,
1: I think, like, the ukulele thing actually came after um, guitar. So I I was learning guitar when I was nine, Mm. um, but like honestly I was carrying a ukulele around in school because I was an attention seeker (laughs) like I just wanted people to be like she does music that's really cool and like you know um which is so funny to think about now but Mm -hmm. um yeah I did ukulele for a bit um for like a year and then I just moved back to guitar because that's always been like where my we're my first lovers. Yeah. yeah. Any
0: ukulele on King Clown at all? Or?
1: No, I okay. honestly haven't played ukulele in a, in a while.
0: Is there still time to sneak some in there, or is it done? No, no. we've we've it's this locked album, away.
1: Yeah, <laughs> this album's been finished for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's some cool cool stuff in it though, <laughs> just not ukulele.
0: Is there any track called King Clown? Because I know like it's very. Um, a lot of the times you put out a single and you might make the album the same title, give it a bit of double promote. Yeah. Can you not reveal?
1: No, there isn't actually. Okay. Um I I titled it King Clown just because I feel like the album is about like all of the good, the great parts of you and all of the like lesser, like bad parts of you. So mm. it's kind of like you can be a king and you can be a clown. Mm. I actually wanted to call the album antihero. Okay for like the part like two years ago I was like I'm gonna name this album Antihero yeah. it's a really cool title and then I saw Taylor Swift yeah. do her single and I just like lost it. I was so upset I was like damn yeah. like and I thought that I'd have to change the whole concept of the album but then I was like, nah, I can come up with another title.
0: I think I want to be part of Taylor Swift's um, touring crew. Did you see the checks she was giving yeah. out? So, <laughs> that's, I mean, generous, super generous. But. Yeah,
1: well, my dad's like a truck driver, and we're telling him, man, you need to get into doing the tour bus like yeah. stuff. It's like Absolutely. crazy. I love her.
0: You have new merch out. I do. I'm sporting a old, uh, always-growing hoodie that I've um, got quite a bit of mileage out of. What Do you have any sort of involvement in the design process for the merch? Is some of your ideas in that?
1: Yeah, well, um, actually, Ollie Spencer, who um, works at Sony, kind of mm-hmm. really... Well, he designed the merch, but I kind of gave him an idea of what I wanted. I was like, oh, I really want, like, something to do with, like, this song, so why don't we do, like, a carousel horse or... Um, you know, the sunflower has always been a really big part of, like, my music. And, mm-hmm. um, I was like, we probably need to do a merch piece with, like, a sunflower on it. And, like, I wanted it to be brown and, like, so I picked all the colours and what I wanted and then he just, like, did his magic thing and nice. made it. He's great. He does all of, like, my, um, like, little teasers and, and stuff like that. And, oh, gosh, I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do some of them, and it just, like, makes my brain explode. Yeah, yeah.
0: There's a line, it's actually from one of your older songs, my favourite song that's not called Aquarian, because obviously that's my favourite at the moment, (laughs) Um, but from Too Much to Hate, there's a line um, where you talk about not drinking coffee. Mm. Is that still the case, or has life got you to the point where you're drinking coffee now?
1: I am absolutely drinking coffee now. (laughs) I haven't had one this morning, and I'm just... I'm suffering okay <laughs> no. sorry we'll no re- I'm joking we'll re- I'm just kidding nah. Um, nah I'm totally joking um, but yeah I, I do drink coffee okay. I didn't like yeah it used to make me real shaky yeah. and stuff and then I started when I like because I work at Krispy Kreme um, I like used to start my shifts at like 5.30 in the morning mm. so I'd be like I need a coffee and then that's where it started And
0: from the Krispy Kreme coffee machine or
1: yeah okay. like and real early in the morning like just needed it
0: Do they charge you for that or you get it for free? Get
1: it for free. Nice. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. nice.
0: What's your favourite thing you've ever seen, like, a page fan do, whether it's, like, made a sign for you at a concert, any kind of homemade merch or a gift? Is there anything that comes to mind?
1: There's actually so many... Like, I feel like the people that listen to my music are really kind Mm. and, like, beautiful. But, um, like, I've had a few people show me tattoos oh, that I've wow. gotten of like my lyrics and stuff and sunflowers? Yes, yeah, sunflower like there's um this girl Soraya, she got a sunflower um with my lyrics from Too Much to Hate. Oh wow. And yeah, it's pretty. And then there's um this other girl, her name's Paige as well and she's got the Bloom lyrics tattooed on her oh, ribs wow. and stuff and it's real like it's quite like, wow, that's mm-hmm. that's crazy. But also like people then they make me gifts like um this girl margaret she um made me sunflower earrings and like people give me plants and terrariums and it's like so it's so thoughtful Mm -hmm. it's just nice that people know me so well that they can like create a gift that's like they know oh she likes plants i'll give her this yeah it's just really kind
0: it must be kind of full circle for you because um, in the early days of Paige you were kind of putting out covers there of international artists and sort of almost trying to get their attention and now you've yeah. got your own fandom um, doing things for you. So how's that kind yeah. of full circle moment?
1: It's like, it's nice. I, I I still can't really comprehend like why people like my music or like me. Actually no, I take that back. My music's good. Yeah. But it's just like I think it's just crazy to think about I guess. Um, but because I'm such a fan of so many people, like I would want like my favourite artist to give me the time. So that's why like I like to give all of the people that listen to my music like all the time because I know it means something and it yeah. doesn't, I mean, I enjoy talking to them as well because they're so interesting and creative and yeah, it is really incredible though. <laughs> yeah.
0: Are there any of them uh, musical? Have you ever been sent? like demos of people's songs yeah
1: I mean I think a lot of them are musical like a yeah. lot of them like you know um, a few of them ended up going to the music school that I went to wow um, like after me and um, yeah they send me their songs and they ask me for advice on how to write music and stuff mm-hmm. and it's like it's cool because that's what I used to do to like my favourite artists and I used mm-hmm. to be like you know how do you how do you write songs and how do you do that and it's funny that now people are asking me yeah, which is quite crazy it's
0: actually probably a pretty good lead in a a question that I've asked a couple artists before you've obviously had some really good success on a lot of your music but um that's not always the case for artists and not always the case probably you've got maybe some experiences of it going the other way where something that you're really passionate about doesn't quite go as big as you wanted it to how do you deal with the kind of emotions and feelings that come along with that in that process
1: that's a really good question (laughs) um I think, like, you have to just remind yourself why you make it. Mm -hmm. Like, are you making music for, like, some sort of validation from other people? Or are you making it because you enjoy the process of, like, creation and then, like, having people sort of, like, connect to it, whether it's, like, five people or five million, you know? But, like, you know, I do find that quite hard still because, like, it's been, I think it's been, like, four years since i've been in the industry and i'm like i want to hit like yeah. i want to I hit like because i want to do it full time yeah like um but i guess like i think you just have to trust the process and like be consistent like, yeah because i mean it's getting to this stage now of like where i am in my career i've it's it's all come from consistency and like not letting yourself feel like a bit crappy because, you know, something didn't happen, like, really quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it's just, like, you know, staying on the path and, and enjoying it, yeah.
0: It's probably something that um, a lot of people don't maybe realise about the New Zealand music industry probably specifically is that um, someone who I would consider probably as established as yourself, like, you're still working another job because that's the reality of making music in this country, yeah. right? Only a very select you can do it full, full time and kind of at the mercy of, of streaming and and radio and stuff like that. And just, uh, that money, um, is it frustrating having to do kind of that double life? I mean, that is kind of head on on ten of
1: Yeah. Um, it's hugely frustrating. Mm. It's, it sucks because I think like, you know, you have, like you, you see other people, um, working in music, like, you know, yourself, like, Mm. you know, you, you work like here and you have people working in labels and stuff, and yeah. you're doing the same amount of work, yeah. but you're not getting paid for it. Like, so it's, yeah, it's quite frustrating. But, um, again, I think it's just, like, you have to trust that, you know, you have to work harder in order to get, you know, some sort of, you know, money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, also, I think it is a New Zealand thing, like, for the most part. I think it's, it's hard doing music in a country where there aren't a lot of consumers. Like I think, you know, Kiwis they like a they like. They don't. They're not really. I don't think that we're into. We're too into pop music. Yeah. I think it's more like you know, band type. I don't know how to explain what we like. Like roots, like reggae type stuff, yep. which is so sick. I'm into that too. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but it is hard. It's a hard market for sure.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, speaking about New Zealand things, you were saying before, you sort of stopped yourself, you started saying like, I don't know why people listen to my music, like I don't think I'm that good, and then you stopped yourself and you said, (laughs) um, no wait, like my music's awesome. That's a very Kiwi attitude. The start of it, where you're sort of being humble and modest. Yeah. Is that something you're working on to try and um, be a bit more confident, forward leaning when you when you talk about yourself and your music? When you sort of stop yourself there? Yeah. Sorry, I, I don't mean to. I, we, no. we're literally couch and chair here. It is a little bit like therapy. I think
1: that you, um, I think that I mean you probably noticed me like mm-hmm. because you saw me. Correct. You probably already just saw a, a clear example of me trying to work on that type of thing. Because, yeah. like, I guess like. I do know that my music's good otherwise I wouldn't put it out It is. Good. so I need to like but it, it is like a strange thing of like you know I think that in New Zealand you're not really allowed to celebrate successes as much because it comes off arrogant mm. which is crazy that that's a thing Um, because you know you go to other countries and they're, they're so like they have a whole different type of pride in themselves and I, I don't know why we don't do that for, for ourselves like mm. yeah so I guess yeah I'm definitely trying to work on confidence not really towards my music but more so towards like myself as an artist like yeah because I do question like why do people like me like like what is there what is there to like but then it's like you know there must be something to like so I have to just like um allow the love that I get and like accept it yeah. yeah, rather nice. than question it. <laughs>
0: nice. Um, you're part of a double two feature today. We have um, Balu Brigada coming in as well, <sighs> fresh back from New York. Um, you have a song with them that... You, four years ago or something? Now. Yeah. Um, have you been following their journey overseas? and?
1: Yeah. The I'm music a, that's coming out? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Balu Brigada. Um, I love their stuff. I've always questioned, like, why why aren't more people listening to them? Because they... They really are, like...
0: New Zealand doesn't like pop.
1: No. And that's the thing. And I <laughs> guess that's why they went away. And, like, they're with Atlantic Records, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think. I'm pretty sure. Um, And they're in New York, and it's, like, now they're just, like, smashing it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's funny that that's, like, you know, have to go overseas to get that sort of recognition, which is sad. But their stuff is great. Um, yeah, I really love designer... Like yeah. A new song. Kind yeah. of
0: blew up. Um yeah. they're very active on the tickety talk. Yeah. Um how has playing around with that sort of side of social media been for you recently? Have you been finding out some little tips and tricks to
1: Oh, TikTok is such a conversation, eh? Um I I used to hate it. Yeah. I used to be like, oh, like this is changing the industry, like it's such a annoying thing. Mm. But, you know, like now I'm like, far out, this is free marketing like this is yeah this is the best way to market your music. it's free, um, and like you know you just have to play the game and do it yeah but I've but luckily for me, like I've always made videos online since I was like thirteen, like posting on YouTube and stuff like that and Instagram, and I was just like I have to channel that into. The whole TikTok thing, and now I'm liking it. <laughs> like yeah. it's quite funny. I love the Balu Begada stuff. It's that's crack great. up. Yeah. yeah, but I think most of what I put on TikTok is talking about TikTok. Now yeah. I'm like, why? Like, what are people doing on TikTok? Like, look at all these people promoting. Like, that's the videos I make, and it's quite funny. <laughs> like, mm. But yeah, I like I like it now.
0: I've seen the little teaser clips of Aquarian visuals, but when are we getting the full...
1: Oh, gosh. Well, this is a a funny story. Um, I didn't expect to even... So, my partner, Luke Mm -hmm. Penny, um, he filmed me dancing in my living room. Mm Mm-hmm. With my friend's fish tank. Yep. And we were like, oh, we'll just put this on Spotify and make it like a canvas. Yes. And oh, it would be really good if we could use it as like a teaser for the song. So we haven't even made a video. Before.
0: Oh, I thought there was a clip from the video. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> everybody. Like, cool,
0: video must be coming. <laughs>
1: yeah, everyone's really, oh, I'm so excited for the video. And I'm like, oh, damn, I'm actually probably going to have to make one. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which I think we, we've got enough footage to, to make one. Um, but. It wasn't something that we thought about, really.
0: <laughs> I thought it was whole playing because I saw a little clip and, like you're a bit more done up than you probably usually are. And I thought, okay, yeah. this is her role-playing as an Aquarian, like, whatever <laughs> yeah. comes with that star sign. So I thought it was all played out, but you are just telling me it was just random
1: no, yeah, bit well, of fun. It's funny that you even say, like, that I'm more done up than I usually am, too, because, like, that's, like, my natural hair, like, straight right. out the shower. Like, yeah. And everyone's like, oh, like, your hair looks amazing. and Stuff like that. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I thought I looked messy. (laughs) It was was like it's. I think it's just because
0: you're like really exuding confidence in the clip, like the dancing and and the whole look and everything. So it just it made sense with what you read about the song, and you're like, Mm. okay, this. So I don't know, maybe you'll have to go back and reshoot it as a full video.
1: Yeah, probably. But that's a really interesting perspective, like because I think that the video is funny because the video was just me like being me. Mm. Which is crack up that that's perceived as me being like confident and, and you know, because yeah. that was just me doing, enjoying the song. Yeah? <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe you're more Aquarius than you think you are.
1: Oh, I hope so. I don't have any Aquarius in my birth chart. You're Pisces? hmm Do you know your moon sign?
0: I'm March 12th.
1: Oh, nice. My boyfriend is March 10th.
0: Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe good day me,
0: maybe me and luke should hang out <laughs> yeah <know>.
2: probably <laughs> yeah yeah
0: we're gonna play a little quick game so you a big high school musical fan yes okay i have five characters here i'm not gonna tell you who those characters are yet you're gonna have to blind rank them and what i mean by that is one to five one being best character five being worst character mm-hmm. but you're only gonna get one at a time and you don't know who's coming next so you have to try and Put them in the order.
1: Okay, I like this. Okay. Okay, this will be fun. You ready? I'm a bit nervous, but I'm ready.
0: Okay. First character, Zeke.
1: So we've got five characters, right?
0: Five characters. One's Zeke. the best. Five's the worst. You have to put them somewhere now without okay. knowing the rest.
1: Uh, three. Okay. Okay.
0: Charpent.
1: Ah, oh, five. As being the best, number One's one. One's the best. Okay, one.
0: One sharp A, Three oh, oh, damn Zeke. It. Okay. okay. Can-
1: can I put Zeke um, No, okay. that's
0: the whole okay. point. You okay. already locked him into three. Okay,
1: Chafe is number one.
0: Okay, is it Miss Parbus?
1: Oh Miss Darbus. Darbus.
0: Miss Darbus.
1: Oh, she can go number five. Okay, cool, cool, cool. No.
0: Um, Troy.
1: Oh. Number four.
0: <sighs> so you got number two left. Luckily you've saved what I think is gonna be a good character, Ryan.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, number two. Okay. Yay. I think you're
0: happy with your blind rankings.
1: Yeah. Perfect.
0: So the list would be uh, Sharpe, Ryan, Zeke, Troy, and then Miss Darbus.
1: I think that's a really good one.
0: That's how you would have ranked them if you knew the five anyway. (laughs) Yeah. You smashed it.
1: Yeah. Love that game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Oh, wow. Thank you so much for coming in. (laughs) All right. uh, Joining me in the studio now, um, as part of our double feature of interviews today on the Tahi, we have Fresh from the Big Apple. Bali Brigada boys, how we doing? Good, good,
3: thanks bro. Thanks for having us. That's I'm doing good, how about you? I'm doing great. I'm doing, oh, doing just great. A, we just had a coffee. Yeah. It's a nice sky blue day. It's how would you rate your parking skills?
2: Oh well, Henry parked and um I don't know, there's a lot of point turning in
3: there, <laughs> wasn't there? I am going to give it a six. Something's going wrong with my shoulder and it's really popping up <laughs> yeah, today. So. Tall, buddy. Do I though? No, not really. Let's let's Yeah, let's let's bring it back to what i was. James Dean style. Your boys are very
0: very wriggly. If you could just uh, keep a little bit more still for the cameras, (laughs) that'd be great. Okay, okay. (laughs) We'll try. No promises. Starting off with... Well, um, so you're fresh from the States, and you're actually... You've got some shows in Australia this weekend,
3: I believe. Yeah, that's Mm. right. On Friday and Saturday, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. How are you with flying? I'm pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm good with flying. Um, I wish I was better at sleeping. Um, on the flights yeah yeah. yeah 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 on the flights I mean but in general as well but on the flights yeah I've, I've never been a nervous flyer. I actually had a dream on the last flight we took that the plane went down and I was surprisingly <laughs> measured during that dream I was just like well can't do a lot about this, can I? Did you watch Final Destination on the flight or something? No, I, I didn't. I, th- I guess I was just thinking about my imminent demise. So <laughs> I'm like, yeah.
0: Which is a contrast because the music's on the up. So I don't know <laughs> why, where this Im- imminent yeah. demise is coming from. Yeah, I was
3: like, well, of course it would happen now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, just
0: as things are getting going. Um, New Zealand fans don't have to worry, though, because when you get back from Australia, um, you've got three shows lined up in New Zealand.
2: Um, tell so, me about yeah. those three shows and where they are. Yes, yeah, so we're playing Christchurch first on mm-hmm. Thursday, this following Thursday after this week. Yeah, at Space Academy, and then we've got our Auckland show at the Hollywood Cinema. I always forget at the Hollywood Av- Avondale. Hollywood Avondale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my bad. Yeah, at the Hollywood Avondale, and then on the Saturday we play Wellington at Meow. Nice. Yeah. love Meow. Yeah. yeah, have a library vibe.
3: Yeah. It's yeah. Time, yeah. You know? it's a Good place to pretend you're sipping a whiskey in a little <laughs> back room. You know. But really there's just 300 other people yeah not <laughs> absolutely
0: um you have some other awesome really talented artists joining you for these shows um in one word can you describe for me each of these artists that are joining you so we'll start with um joining you in all the shows is lily karen
3: smashing incredible
0: <laughs> okay you can do one word each i'll, I'll allow it. i thought yeah. you'd be more in sync than that i know well, like being related <laughs> and whatnot but that's yeah. all right uh so in Parsons. Hilarious racy <laughs> nice uh or can we have Nat hathaway
3: uh romantic groovy okay
0: cool and in wellington will mclean future
3: <laughs> yeah i've that not works. met him yet <laughs> i've okay. not met him
0: yet <laughs> Medium him in future or he is the
3: future of music he is the future of music okay cool. i'll say Baz bars not bad
2: you can't have it all bro It's alright you <laughs> really
3: can't <laughs> um,
0: last year you did a show at Hollywood um, as well and you're doing it again on this tour is there anything in particular about that venue that you really like or it just happens that you're playing there again
3: Um, it is like a particularly beautiful venue mm. like it's, it's like quite historical I think it's been there since whatever like the 60s or 70s or something so it is just like an interesting venue but I mean Honestly, it's just a good practical size for this kind of show we want to put on. So it sounds really good as
2: well. Mm, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. We've only played there once, but it was just a good experience, and it felt good. It's just a, it just feels like a nice, grand venue to play for, like the size that we're trying to, you know, get an audience of.
0: For sure. Yeah. yeah. And we talked a bit about Miao, but um, Space Academy. Have you ever been there before?
3: Never have. I don't yeah, think so, no.
0: but I'm Sure, Are we we'll be here?
3: smashing. No, you're from South Island. You're not from.
0: Yeah, from South Island originally. I'd studied in Christchurch, but um, space academy wasn't a thing. Oh, true. Okay,
3: I think it's relatively new. Right. Yeah, we're
0: we're all just guessing it. Yeah, we're all (laughs) just like like,
3: maybe this. I think you'll find that it's been there for two and a half months. (laughs) Yeah,
0: we only we only know the New York venues now. um I was looking before on on your streaming and I knew it had blown up, but designer kind of really blew up on streaming specifically. Um, is there anything about that track that you think particular in a particular engaged audiences in a different way than you've done before or
3: I don't know. Um, um, I don't know. It's a pretty a funky little number. Mm. Um, I, I think
2: it's like one of our greater works in terms of like production. And class within the production.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. I just remember when we finished that, I was like, "Oh, this sounds really legit." Like, <laughs> like, for what we were used to, I guess. I don't know. I just, um, yeah.
3: Because that one is like entirely produced in house, mm. like between us. So, like, I think, yeah. What, as Pierre said, like, it's nice to get to something that you feel like is like a really classy standard when yeah. it's just in house, basically. For sure so yeah. maybe that's is that kind yeah of, I mean yeah.
2: yeah you never know like sometimes a song will just happen to hit the algorithm of whatever at a perfect mm. time and then happen to follow a stream of you know people talking about it and then it's just coincidence and then it does a yeah. thing I don't know if like there's anything you know that particular about why that song did better than others but I, I don't know that's for other people to answer i suppose Mm.
0: you've always had that sort of funky element to your music but going forward to the the latest single now another day it feels a little bit more vulnerable kind of like almost a little bit more stripped back but still Mm. um it's kind of yeah just a little bit of an evolution is that something um that you've kind of been doing on purpose or is that just naturally come with making music being overseas and sort of having different experiences
3: i think it's a pretty natural progression Um, that happened to be the only um, track on the EP that we collaborated with another producer yeah
0: you can definitely tell that um, there's a little bit more vulnerability there and it feels like there's some more maybe confidence coming in especially vocally Um, there's more room for the vocals to shine in in the last couple of songs Um, not, not that that hasn't always been the case but it feels like there's a real concerted effort to show off the I guess artistry or the, or the full range of what you are as artists is, is that how you feel about the last couple of songs
3: not particularly but I love that take okay like, yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um yeah I suppose I mean it does make sense actually like to uh, in the past like we have tended to cram a lot of like production mm. into like songs and like a, a big note that we've often got over the last few years of producing together has been like boys, don't throw the whole kitchen sink of production into okay. the song. So that definitely makes sense and I'm glad it um, comes out that way that we're kind of like honing in a bit more to become more vulnerable because that's like the, you know, point of music. So I do like that take, bro. Right.
0: Because about <laughs> a connection with fans and audience as you're, as yeah. you're trying to build more of an audience. You want, you want them to feel like they really know who you are as artists and um, there's always been, I guess quite a fun quite like a cool vibe to you guys as an artist and now I feel like we're getting to see a little bit more of Pierre and Henry like the Balu boys mm-hmm. you know
3: so I think that's really cool oh, I'm glad it comes off that way thanks yeah. um another
0: track from the EP uh, too good is a personal favorite of mine um, but it has a big f-bomb in the hook <laughs> uh, parents other people in your life happy happy with that one or um, have you had any hey it's uh, a pretty big swear in the middle okay, of the song.
3: yeah I can't I can't yeah, I definitely was, like, a little bit nervous. Okay, we're, like, yeah. from, like, a religious background as well. Right, right, <laughs> yeah, right, right. So I was right. like, oh, man, I better give mum the heads up. I'm like, mum, this one has, like, a a bit of a big uh, salty F-word right in the middle, <laughs> in the of, middle it. of it. But, like, I I think that the edge was taken off is that it's, mm. like, it's not, like, an ag- aggressive thing. It's actually no. a very romantic sentiment that just, like, happens to be of you know like a buzzword i guess yeah. and and i was kind of expecting her to be like oh uh, i don't know but she was like oh that's nice dear <laughs> Oh, it doesn't. You're right. It doesn't come
0: off aggressive, but it is there, and it's um, just—it's the perfect word for (laughs) emphasizing what you're trying to say in the hook. But it's just such a key part of the song. I was like, "There's no way you can radio edit this. This (laughs) just has to be there." But yeah, I was wondering. Like, I know, like my mum, if when she follows a lot of artists on social media, she'll see that I'm working with an artist or whatever, and she'll start following them, and then they might swear in a little social video or at their shows. They'll do live footage. I think it was. Mitch James was yeah. performing and he said I and love you yeah. um, Christchurch wouldn't need wherever he's playing and then my mum messages me straight away she's like why does he feel like he has to <laughs> yeah. yeah. mum it's fine it's, it's for emphasis it's <laughs> yeah. for love like yeah. as you said it's for Yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> um, ok a little bit of a change of pace I want you to talk me through a classic Bali Brigada day in New York uh, accents are optional I know you can do them because I've seen your content before <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the but thing, yeah, soon as we,
2: soon as we're in New York, we just immediately get into the accent, then yeah. we come back here, and then we transition back into New Zealand, Yeah. just the way it seems to go. But I mean, now we would uh, start off the day, and uh, we'd have a coffee, and we would probably make a pot of coffee, make it black with a bit of oat milk, and sure. then... Um,
3: a little splash of oat milk. We'd probably
2: yeah. um, go down the road, get on a city bike, which is like a hired bike that you have a subscription to, and you, you put your little... Uh, your camera on the on, on the scanny code thing. QR the, code. The, the QR on code. QR that's the code. one. And then you, and then you drive it around. Maybe go over the bridge. We were living in Brooklyn, so we'd go over the uh, the Williamsburg Bridge. Williamsburg. Was it the Williamsburg bridge. bridge? Or the Manhattan, but Or the Manhattan Bridge. Then what would we do? Uh, maybe we'd go to the office where the label is, and they have a little uh, recording studio, which we would maybe do some um, some of the songwriting things, you know, mm. songwriting, music production. Maybe have a few meetings. Talk about visuals, all that yada yada yada. <laughs> I don't actually know if this is New York or we'd, we'd, yeah. is <laughs> it Boston? It like a I think Boston we found that club for sure. Like, <laughs> That's the club. There's clip. something there. And then um, back to Kiwi. Um, and then we would um, <laughs> we would uh, and then
3: we'd probably go um, down down to like the lower east side and yeah. get like a nice slice of cheese pizza.
2: The $1.50 slice,
3: yeah. We had yeah. this place which
2: is called um well which we coined it Fresh Pep. Okay. As in Fresh Pepperoni. I'm just gonna do my normal accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, <just> <laughs> oh, I'm kind of exhausted by it. Anyway. <laughs> um yeah. We yeah. Basically we would make some music during the day, then bike back down um to our spot on the lower east side, hang out, maybe have a beer, maybe go to this place called 169 Bar to mm. have a little uh, five dollar beer and then go get a slice of pizza. Nice.
3: Get, a, a, get fresh a, a fresh
2: pepperoni slice of fresh pizza. Fresh pep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um you've had like proper organized
0: gigs over there, but have you ever just popped up to like a random bar or an open mic night or something and just shown off your your talents for the the New York crowd?
3: We actually went to a karaoke night, okay, and then put our names down and then had to leave before we actually got the vocal chops out. I was looking forward to doing some police you know it was a real crazy that they had Bali
0: regatta on the karaoke machine. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What were you? What were you going (laughs) to perform? I was gonna
2: do. I think
3: we're gonna do Roxanne. Roxanne by by the Police. police. Okay.
2: Which, looking back, I'm glad we didn't
3: because. (laughs) Yeah. I
2: don't know if we could reach those notes. You know.
3: Oh, definitely. I was looking forward to like caking it, basically. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't get to cake it, unfortunately. Have you seen the TV show
0: Community? Absolutely. Yeah, it's a great community episode with Roxanne in it. Is it? I can't think of that. Hotel Room, Dice, different timelines. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah, that one's a heady one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. It's a good one. Um, Find Away, the EP is six
0: tracks long. Um, I couldn't... I searched back, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I couldn't find an album in the Bali Brigada... Distrography on streaming—it's sort of all been EPs and singles. That's is there, the, yeah. by design, is there an album? Is there a plan for an album at some point? Is it
2: kind of Definitely redundant in point. today's
0: music market?
2: Um, I think just for now, uh, we're focusing on EPs because mm. that's kind of just been the—I guess it's just been the way things have happened. Like we've been going around a different, you know in the last year we've been like traveling around to different countries yeah um and via that we haven't really been set in one place for too long so it's just been like oh when we have a moment we'll write it write a song when that becomes a single so there's never been an opportunity to sit down in a recording studio and really flesh out an album Mm. and I, i don't know for for me personally and i think the same as henry like we just want to make sure that the debut album is like quite concise and cohesive and yeah just like we're really part of it as a body of work and it's not like all singles and it's more you know there's a through line theme and there's a couple songs yeah. which are interludes they like 30 seconds or whatever just so it's I don't know I just feel
3: like there's something cool to that yeah I feel like at the moment it's like a bit of a luxury that we haven't felt like we can afford right now yeah just because we haven't had that luxury of time or luxury to like really I don't know flesh out something of that scale like sure. in the finest way that we'd love to do it yeah. yeah. so that's why like we started with a mixtape because that felt like very much a collection of songs and then the last two EPs have been also like a bit of a like collection of, of just like experiences in different countries and like find a way like very aptly kind of describes how our trajectory has very much been like step by step just like How do we put these pieces together and like put them into a body?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: But it'll be nice when we like get a chance to sit down at PSs and like really flesh out something that feels concise and cohesive.
0: For sure. It's really cool hearing you talk about um, album and talking about wanting to to make sure it's the right thing and talking about yeah. having interludes on it. That feels very like the music sort of purist side of you coming out, but then you've got this other side, which is such early adopters to new social medias and yeah. you're quite big on TikTok and that sort of thing. Do you feel like you kind of, as a group are on both sides of the coin of that sort of thing, sort of the music purist side as well as the early adopter to new trends?
2: Yeah, I think, well, yeah, I like to think that, you know, foundationally we're, like, the on the purist side, but it's mm. easy to fall into, like, you know, what is... You're essentially making a product and there's ways to be, you know, more strategic about what you do, but, I mean for us i think we both just love music and our favorite artists have like our favorite albums as well and like all those favorite albums are just like it's really just without sounding too corny it's just like it's art you know and it's nothing like there are the radio songs but there's also just like a body of work and like we were listening to like good kid mad city by kendrick lamar the other day and we're just like this is just so cool and it's such like an important time of my life i remember when i heard that album and it's just it's just storytelling and it's just Yeah. You have to hold to that side before you just like oh let's make a poppy chorus and do a bunch of singles and might sell records but maybe the fan base will like forget about you and there's nothing that
3: important to hold on to. I guess. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I think that you've described described that rather well. Yeah, Although I've, I agree. I do think like like as you say, we're kinda like constantly at a bit of a crossroads of like being true to our art and also like trying to adopt these technologies so that we can make something that people actually hear. Because mm. that's that's where the like coin flips because you're like, but I want people to hear this music. Yeah. And like I'm shooting myself in the foot if I'm not buying into things like TikTok and like insta It's just like a matter of like how you can use those platforms in a way that you don't get turned off by your own music. Which is like yeah. I think both of us find like quite difficult and like quite an important balance to make. Because there'll be days that we'll be like looking at ourselves all day, like trying to edit some TikTok together and then I'll just be so exhausted and like so cynical of our own voices and faces that I'll be like, I don't feel inspired to write music. Right. But it's like a bit of a like I don't know, it's like a dangerous thing to play with, but like it's important to find a way that you can find like make it digestible to yeah. use.
0: That's no, just the EP title there. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> professional over it. Um but I think you've kind of you kind of touched on it in the sense that you put your personalities out there on social and you do a lot of performing but when it comes <clears throat> to the songs themselves you you haven't seen the songs really give too much to what would be your classic. I don't know sell out for tiktok by making a one minute 50 song that's the same Mm. loop over and over like uh, maybe your hooks have got a little bit more poppy over time but the the verses and the the song production and and the overall vibe of the song is very much stuck true to balu and stuck Mm. true to that music purist kind of side so i think my way of asking the question was sort of you're balancing them both well um but it's really interesting to hear that you're quite not conflicted, but you're really putting thought into how much you're going yeah. down the rabbit hole, as we call yeah, it, on social media. But sure. um, I think you're nailing it. It's, oh, it's thank you, well. man. I appreciate that. On streaming, it turns out Australia has some of your highest monthly listener um, numbers. Do you, do you know why that is? It's just um, popping off
3: over there? I'm not sure. Yep. I'm not sure. I think it could be, like, there are categories for, like, Australasian mm. mm-hmm. playlists. So, like, right. obviously just by numbers Australia's got more people, humans in their yeah. landmass so, yeah 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 I mean I I imagine that I don't know if we have like a particular Australian type sound or yeah. anything so I'm, I'm not sure that would be my best guess has it been getting
0: be. some love any of the music been getting love on Triple J or anything like that it might have
2: been we've had a few spot plays I believe have we Amy yeah Confirmed. we're getting a yes from, Confirmed. from management <laughs> yeah 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 thank I you Triple think... J yeah. thank you thanks <laughs> guys love you yeah. Um, yeah, but in saying that, play us more. Yes. Play us more. Please. (laughs) Please do. Um, yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: I am going to make an assumption that you've heard the new LA Woman song that I've been seeing teased on social. I've definitely not teased, but I'm looking forward to hearing it. Okay, well, we're all in the dark, so LA Woman boys, please send us all the song so we can listen. Send it all. It sounds a favour. Sounds like a hear It it. does indeed. Could be part of the bop fiasco to be fair with that Could kind of don't. sound um, wait are you
2: saying that because do you know something that others don't I don't okay okay well oh, oh, now I've oh, made this an goal for me it was such a clean interview until then oh, well, and now I'm gonna have to edit well. well uh no 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 it's okay it's okay maybe well, well, it's um well, maybe those know, maybe those <laughs> who know <laughs> will know and that'll be kind of like the secret club like oh something might but something might not as well. So I, I, I just saw something I saw much some much. some comments back and forth on each
0: other's music. And I I just I just thought you're friendly, but let's hmm? just say something.
2: they're releasing that song on the same day as Bob Fiasco Auckland.
3: Oops, facts, facts, wait, are facts. Wait, bro? What? Yeah. Wow. Okay.
2: Here we go. Okay,
0: <laughs> we'll wrap this up soon. But. Uh, a couple of members of my Tahi team who aren't here at the moment um, really want to go on Shortland Street and be extras, dead bodies specifically. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. a lot of acting involved in being a dead they body. They want to be dead
3: bodies. That's what you think. Okay. Go on, go on.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, with your, uh, you've both done a bit of acting. Yeah, um, certainly. Do you have any tips for them for if they do get on Shortland Street and do get to fill out their dream of being dead bodies? If they're
2: going to be dead bodies, then don't breathe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't breathe. So you want them to die? Well, I, I don't want them to, want to die, actually, but if I was watching role. and they're <laughs> playing a dead body and they were breathing a little bit, I would be like, that's bad acting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you at all. Yep. You know, Listen, my, no, my, that, was,
3: that was a gag answer. <laughs> but, um. My genuine tip would be try and, um, you know, like uh, stop yourself from uh, gorging on the, like, meals that they provide before because I've done some scenes and just been so bloated because I can't help myself around food and just been like, cool, might get this line up, but might vomit. And I feel like you don't want to be vomiting if you're a corpse. But that's just my personal opinion. No, no, (laughs) you know, I don't know everything, but the corpses I like to hang out with don't vomit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank you very much. Allie well, Brigada, boys. No it's been
0: thank a you, pleasure <laughs> Hope you're being home. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Thanks, looking man. forward to the shows. Is there any anything else we should be looking out for? Um, uh,
3: from Miss
0: LA Woman references.
3: Uh, just a side note. It's not to do with us particularly, but Lily Karen has a song coming out mm. on this Friday. Yeah. And it slaps in just the right way. We were involved in making it so it is some us as it. well but it's a really good song and she's got some awesome stuff on the way which I'd like to plug cool because it's beautiful it. good on you plug it want plug
2: as well oh no I was just co-signing his plug well you want a, a separate plug
3: um
2: nope <laughs> 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 no I mean I mean not not that I can think of right now that's okay um, <laughs> New York pizza oh hundred. yeah you know 800 you
0: yeah. yeah we had them in um, oh cool I really love their visuals. They've got this cool video clip of them playing like poker in like this golden room. It's yeah. insane. Is oh, yes. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Vapor. Vapor. Oh, Vapor. yeah, yeah, yeah. Vapor. 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 That's right, yeah. 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 But um, similar, similar to you guys, I think in the sense that they're, they're really focusing on just singles and they might have an EP but I uh, don't think like albums kind of the way to go for them. They're just putting out music and kind of finding finding their groove. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. But
0: they played a show here recently.
3: Oh, nice.
2: Yeah, they did like a a release thing, I think.
0: With Aiden Fine as an opening act, which oh right, no like yeah yeah right yeah that that's yeah. crazy duo. TLC yeah, Live. yeah 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 oh, and Aiden Fine same
3: night. Yeah yeah that's a good night. Heat heat okay.